0: go 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 let's Um, do this
1: welcome gentle viewers to the friendship remastered podcast here are your hosts his rising all at once is as the sound of thunder heard remote this is matt snipes and his partner he shines like shook foil this is jonathan matos except i just said this is like (laughs) this is me
2: okay (laughs) taking the reins thank you Gotham. um this is a pod, sh- a pod ship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your perception about <laughs> it's so hot? It's so I'm hot.
1: T- I'm taking the reins of this pod ship.
0: <laughs> you have had your air conditioning open. on this whole time. To stun. <laughs> I'm just sitting here on my AC cranked,
2: and you're over there boiling. No, 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 no. I, my, it's on. It's just not doing its job. Okay. You guys ah. got to move
1: out here. You guys got to move out here. It's just like.
2: Oh, that's paradise. a good segue. So Jotham lives in Seattle. We met him oh, in no. our fourth year of uh, our, our, our illegal partnership as gun runners. Um, we were trying to get a Brazilian coffee, and all that they would take as currency was. Uh, M9s. Uh, funny story, uh, Matt tried to pass off a, uh, a little, a little Magnum, one of those lipstick guns. Uh, they're not,
0: they're not Magnum. <laughs> That's
2: like the opposite of a no, lipstick but like, gun. you got, you got it from that guy named Magnum. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, this guy Jesus named Lord Magnum. You
1: mean a Derringer? Um,
0: is this See, like now this now sounds like the plot this... of like twenty three Jump Street. Is that what's going on right now?
2: Alright. No, we, we, we just have played games in the past and that that's how we know Jotham. Uh, he he joins us, I'm Matt Snipe and John Matos, who have done he we make things. Uh, he also makes a thing. He makes music. Uh and Matt j- draws and I write award winning novels and uh so i, I knew it was matt coming to talk about <laughs> i was almost gonna,
0: i was almost surprised you didn't say i just scribble on paper <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to give you your, your Matt chews
1: up matt chews up charcoal and spits outlines of his hands on the wall
0: <laughs> yeah i'm doing like those 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 hand turkeys you ever see those things where you get like and you just go <laughs> here trace your hand yeah uh, that's what i'm not i'm known for i have an is... exhibit coming up next week hand <laughs> turkey by matt Oh, I'd pay
1: to see that.
2: I would. Pay uh, there are probably to... a
0: lot of idiots who would.
1: <laughs> and they all live over here in Seattle. Yep.
0: <laughs> Gosh, man! If only I lived over there, I could just make so much money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they should. That should be a movie. That sounds like an Adam Sandler movie, like him trying to, him just like, pouring red paint on a canvas and making you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars based on the tastes of all these, like, really posh people.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's entirely possible. It's all about how you sell it. Right. If you can just, like, put some, like, just really bullcrap, fanciful words around just, like, the most
2: It represents innate the, the entropy of our uh, mundane, uh, uh, circulatory... Uh, movements.
1: Angfechtung. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, other languages in, are good. You throw in yeah. foreign words.
0: Mm-hmm. Other languages are usually good. Makes you sound like you're more intelligent than you actually are. Because um, you don't actually have to know what the words mean. Because no one yeah. else will. Everyone's just pretending like they know. Like, oh wow. Such.
1: Seboria.
0: So, so profound. Such profundity. Because everyone's secretly terrified to admit that they don't know what, what yeah. any of this is about. But then no one wants to say that because, you
1: it's know. The Emperor's new
0: clothes. 100% is. That's the modern art world in a nutshell. Yeah. That's fantastic. I never thought about that before, but that actually encapsulates that entire thing. I like that. It's fantastic. Uh, so, John, where are you going?
2: That's, That's a
1: good segue into today's to topic, which is cake versus pie.
0: <laughs> oh gosh,
2: I believe that cake represents objective truth because every cake is the same, and I
0: don't even know where to go with this. I don't. It's just
2: there's so much. It's a variety uh, embodied in 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 crust. Sometimes Fruit content, sometimes sugar content. I'm getting really hungry.
1: I've, I've never actually eaten cake or pie.
0: Have you actually not? I'm. But curious. I
1: follow. I I, I follow this vlogger on YouTube, mm. and he posts recaps of his cake and pie eating experiences. So I do have some general knowledge of cake and pie. See, it,
2: okay, so we so can have this talk. I I watch and a I, guy uh named brad jones who who tries like what would you call um gimmick gimmick food so like the firecracker oreos came out recently and he tried those they were supposed to be like fourth of july themed but what exactly is the draw of hearing somebody talk like does he really go to his local bakery and order a cake or a slice of cake (sighs) and eat it and vlog about it with his iPhone or something like what 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 is the what is the production value what is the angle that he goes oh, for Oh John Oh John
1: I don't know man you just you just either get it or you don't you just it's you like it or you don't
0: <laughs> so <Sorry>. precious <laughs> stay innocent, So a little precious John stay innocent my friend
1: but but I did I did uh, get some opinions here um, amongst mm-hmm. my family mm-hmm. And my sister said That she prefers cake Because while both cake and pie Have a variety of flavors A variety of ingredients um, They can be served hot or cold uh, Cake has a superior mouthfeel It, um, it, it hits the, the palate and in the inside of your mouth With a, uh, a firm texture That fills your mouth Um, and just, uh, generally delivers the flavor in a more, uh, pleasing and fluffy way into your mouth. Mm. Um, and I asked my dad and he said he prefers pie and he said it was because pie is yummier.
0: Mm, Valid, valid, both valid points.
2: But the nature of pie, what is, what is, what is humanity? <laughs> what what? I don't You're even on your know. own, John.
1: <laughs> oh, You're on your own. We're just gonna stop talking <laughs> right now. I don't I just joke, don't even I'm just gonna let that joke. What there was Go a guy there. that
2: was going around fine art circuits and he, he had like had a seizure and nobody realized that he was just that his brain literally wasn't working anymore because people just like nod at each other and just like say yes Mm-hmm. no I completely understand that to any literally anything a person says
1: sounds I feel like, like that would make a one one really
2: one. good uh, Louis episode any, any fans of FX out there no, no none okay no. well
1: <laughs>
2: that's all yeah. the time we have folks thanks for <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so you are going to talk about something interesting though
1: here, what do you want to talk about, man? I
0: don't know. <laughs> you can You can
2: You can What about What about? criticize something that you're not willing to improve. I I that's, heard That's like my life in a nutshell, John. Of course I can.
1: I heard there's an event going on named EEE.
0: It's Wait, I thought pronounced... it was EE.
2: See, I got. I. I literally I, I, can't move, or nobody's gonna hear you again, and yet oh, you forced man. me to hear you. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See that. That little thing gave me double the pleasure because it was a bad joke, but it also uh, startled John and, and injured John's his... ear. Yeah. So it was like double whammy, man. That was what? like the best of both. Ones.
1: What? Also possibly possibly added a. A hearing disability to an already somewhat disabled person. You feel good about Any, yourself now, Matt.
0: Anytime I can just,
2: <laughs> anytime you can physically disable another human <laughs> being, that should yeah you take that opportunity.
0: There's, just kind of like there's this feeling of power you get in that Matt, moment. Matt, Matt is the type of
2: person back. who would disable somebody and then steal their handicap placard
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and parking spot.
1: John never used to walk with a cane before he met Matt.
2: Oh they. Okay. If you're gonna talk about your little video game conference.
1: Don't <laughs> oh, <of> that. Gosh. <laughs> so are there are there is you
2: love. I love that you can take you can literally take anything and if you put little in front of it, you immediately just undermine everything about that thing.
0: Yeah, I mean it's only like the biggest, one of the biggest conferences in the entire world. And the greatest
2: thing is, that, it's that mothers will do that unintentionally because to them it means it's this like cute thing. It's this like oh, oh it's a his, little it's novel. His little, it's this little hobby. It's this little. that that hurts, Matt. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, my so, mother has never done that.
1: So you know your
2: writers convention, in New York, how are So cute. I think uh, no, there are just specific types of relatives uh-huh. that'll say like, you oh, know, yeah. his, his 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 drawings, his little music tracks, his, <laughs> his, his little short stories. If <laughs> I There's had a no... dollar
0: for every time I heard that, gosh, that's so. Yeah, you're right about that one. His drawings. Oh, he's where he's doing his drawings. Oh gosh. You know, the drawings, I've only studied, like, four or five different textbooks. I've worked on techniques for years and <laughs> studied cinematography to learn proper storyboarding and scene selection. And, and yeah, okay, little drawings. All right, yeah. Quick. <laughs> Thanks, Aunt yep. Bertha. Love you. Welcome to,
1: welcome to Group Therapy Remastered.
0: You wonder why I skip Christmas every year.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no Aunt Bertha was taken off of a Christmas list in the making of this podcast. Um, yeah. She was taking so, off.
1: So, so Matt, I hear you're looking forward to seeing the Alder Scrolls movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 actually pronounced the Alder um, Scrolls, and it's a web series. Uh, no, it's. I not. feel like
1: that was. I feel like that it was, was racially insincere. close descendant.
2: to Chinaman's Curse, but not quite. Wait, <laughs> for what? What? How?
0: Gosh, That's not John even a is phrase, just, like, John. so determined to paint me in a racist light.
1: That is that not like even just a phrase.
0: coming up with things. John, to what group of people would that have been offensive? The Elkele Scrolls? I don't even know. I, I just, I was, John, Jotham said Alder Scrolls, and I'm like, dang it, he took, the, like, the obvious mispronunciation, so I had to come up with something crazy. And John's like, hmm, I'm going to subtly hint that you're racist. <laughs> like, well. Seriously? I can't go one day. One day, John, you are such an SJW. It hurts. I... Okay, so can we actually have a real podcast? Because this just sounds like a bunch of people just like making fun of each other, which well, I guess some. I, might be I'm I sorry. Can't.
1: I feel like this is my fault.
0: I have goldfish and I will eat them. <laughs>
1: I feel like this is my fault. You is
2: that a sushi? Let me thing. You're starting to get into. You know, uncooked fish. That's not a lot of people like that, Matt. It's not it a, so it's not a weird, it's not a foreign thing. So
1: <laughs> I, I really right, do I'm feel you responsible for, you, for this. You can
2: talk about Elder Scrolls if you want to.
0: Well, we don't have the, Elder like, Scrolls okay, Six. So I, I far prefer talking about E3 in general because there's we know nothing about Elder Scrolls Six. We don't even know what's going to get okay. now. What else? Hopefully, what else is at E3? Hopefully, it will. Can we talk about the failure of the Xbox E3 conference? Well, no. Oh okay, no.
1: Yeah, I. Yeah, let's did talk about Xbox. Well, I, it's I, not really. I it's know.
0: not really so much of a failure as I'm just a Sony pony, and I just, I just don't like Xbox. Sony pony. But, yeah, that's what we call ourselves, Sony ponies.
2: Is this does this have anything to do with my screen name, Sergeant Furry? Yeah, John, it's hundred percent to do with that.
1: <laughs> what what happened with the what happened with the Xbox?
0: I don't know. I guess nothing, nothing really particular. They actually had like probably one of their better conferences. Their last two years, of conferences were just literal dumpster fires. Um, but this conference was actually decent for them. It just aired. For those of you who are listening, it's we're recording this on Sunday, June eleventh. Um, it's like eight fifty-five p.m. EST right now. And the Bethesda conference will be airing in approximately three hours. The Xbox conference just ended two hours ago, I believe. Or maybe an hour ago. Um, it was they? okay, but they, they they're just they're premiering their new console, at uh it's like their first 4K resolution console, but okay. it's gonna be 500 bucks, and it's just kind of like people are just like they just don't really know like why get it because at this point Microsoft has taken all of their exclusives for Xbox and also put them on Windows 10, so now it's like. So you you could, could just... Yeah, you could play them on Xbox, or you could just play them on your PC. And odds hmm. odds are, if you have the money, if you have the money to put down on a 4K console and then buy a 4K TV, you probably have enough money to build a decent gaming computer. So yeah. I don't know. Everyone's saying they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot by by doing this, so because they they have almost no exclusives anymore of when you count PC, if you count PC. Huh. So I don't know, but I'm always hyped for Sony's conference. Sony's has knocked their conference out of the park the last two years, just by showing nonstop games and just nonstop bombs that no one knew were coming, like God of War and a bunch of other games last year that no one even knew were going to be, no one even knew they were going to be shown. Um, also, last year Bethesda killed it with just dropping Fallout Four um, and showing that off, which everyone was going crazy for. So this year. Everyone's hoping they're going to do Elder Scrolls, but I'm getting kind of boring because yeah. this is just all blah 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 information. Oh, you talking video, about stuff? Eo games. What, I, do y'all th- what do y'all think of E3? I, what do y'all think I about don't, gaming I don't. Right? I
1: don't know anything about E3. The only time I've ever seen E3 was at Microsoft. Like, you know, I was working at Microsoft, and I think I think one time we actually went into a theater over it like studio c or whatever studio what we weren't in at the time mm-hmm. and we watched it and everybody there was having a good time and then the other time was like i think i was working overtime and then we're watching and then uh one of the connect devs came over and he's like oh did you see the connect uh, thing how was it and we were like uh it was good <laughs> good they showed the connect
0: what do you say to that guy the I guy who put together like a project that pretty much fell flat on his face.
1: The Kinect fell flat on
0: his face.
1: The Kinect was pretty good. The people I mean, not buy it. it.
0: Yeah, the concept was was. I think the concept itself is probably pretty interesting and would be pretty effective. It is. But it's just almost no developers adopted it. All the developers were like, okay. I mean, we don't really know what to do with this. So it just ended up kind of being like a, uh, like a console gimmick. Yeah. It was only it only ended up working for games like like dancing games and party games and stuff. So that it was never, great no, for that. The, the technology yeah. was great. It worked so well. That, that's right? the main problem when it comes to game development. Technology is every tech if, unless you get serious like game developers behind it who are going to develop a serious like full on game for it. Yeah. Um, it almost always dies. That's, a, yeah. that's the thing a lot of people are saying about VR is that a lot of people are still kind of tentative about VR because there are so few like, serious game developers who are de- who are making full uh, like, AAA, $60 price point games. The only game that's really come out for VR at this point that's been like a true video game, in the sense of the word, uh, has been Resident Evil 7, which yeah. everyone's saying is pretty fantastic. So that bodes well for VR, but that's that's an entirely different subject. But yeah, I mean, yeah. as far as E3 goes, there's really only the only thing that the, the average gamer, average person interested in video games ever has to be concerned about is the press conferences. Uh, yeah. Typically, there were just the big three: there was Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. That's changed a lot in recent years because now uh, E3, I mean EA does their own press conference every year at E3 now. Uh, Sony and Microsoft continue to do theirs. Ubisoft does their own press conference. Bethesda now does a press conference. Uh, Last year was the first year for the PC Gaming Showcase, which is basically kind of like a press conference, but it's a little weird. They format it more like a talk show than a conference. Uh, And then Nintendo actually kind of bowed out. Nintendo kind of doesn't do press conferences at E3 anymore, which is really weird because they were a staple for a very long time. It was the big three. And now they just kind of don't do it anymore.
1: Are they even there?
0: They're there, but Nintendo's weird. The way they do things... I don't know if it's the disconnect between the Japanese and American culture, but they just show things in a way that just doesn't really get anybody excited over here. Like the way because they're
1: they're not as good at drama as Americans are. I'm telling you,
0: it's this is, it's a possibility. This today. is yeah. This is, uh, that's also a topic we did, we were talking about before the podcast started. In case if any of you are confused why that's we seem to make that full circle, but you only saw half the circle. Uh, but yeah, I mean Nintendo. I don't know. Nintendo has just been kind of weird because they they copyright strike a lot of people, a lot of Let's players and streamers that want to play their game, and they're like, you know, you can't make, you can't monetize your content if if you're playing a Nintendo game and stuff. And I don't know. They just had this really strange slash semi antagonistic relationship with especially American content creators and just to, mm. to a lesser degree the American consumer. But people still love their crap because they're Nintendo yeah. and they're the fun company and Mario and Zelda and... <laughs>
1: yeah, and they have like, their uh, their IPs.
0: That's pretty. That's literally the only reason they're still in business. The amount yeah. the amount of mistakes they've made. Uh, if they didn't have Mario and Zelda and stuff, they would they would be, they would have been out of business a long time ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. They. I don't. I don't get. You know. So I. You know. I support companies and creators' rights to copyright strike things and to monetize people's videos and stuff and you know it's it needs to be you know in the law that you have control over your stuff but with big companies it really is in their best interest to let people do things like let's plays it's free publicity like most of the games that i bought in recent years have been because i saw let's plays of them in streams
0: oh yeah 100% it's practically like, been proven at this point that Especially when big Let's players and streamers pick up on a game, it like it's gotten to the point where they can literally make or break games. Yeah. Um, at this point, where because there's such they such huge audiences and stuff, so like if a game gets little or no traction from the content creator community, then the developers have to do a lot more work to kind of make up that ground if they even can, and yeah. vice versa is true. Like your games that. The small indie games or just from a smaller studio not AAA, and a few big let's players or streamers pick them up and next thing you know it explodes because they're great games or whatever and then that drives just a ton of sales yeah so, but nintendo doesn't seem to get that i don't i don't know it, it's they kind of have this old school mentality that well, you know our stuff they, is our stuff you don't get sorry. to show it
2: were they the company that I know uh, in the last um, there's a podcast called the Co-Optional podcast. It's not ours. Listen to ours. But uh, there was a, a, a mention of them using fake Let's players in press conferences. Is that a specific <laughs> company? Is that Nintendo doing that, or is that? I think
0: there's been multiple companies that have done that at this point. Um, Let's players slash streamers. It's kind of become a popular uh thing in especially in e3 press conferences where now you kind of do these live demos quote unquote where you have these um you know four or five uh random gamers quote unquote who are probably like qa testers at the company but they're 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 playing the game um oh they're not qa
1: through, testers they're
0: either, well they they're don't either, they
1: don't involve the qa testers well
0: they're either they're playing the game either uh pre-recorded or live usually but it's made to look like they're just, you know, regular gamers, just, you know, like, and it's always, it's, it's so rehearsed. And you can tell, yeah. um, cause Stake like and awkward, they, they do the, uh, they do the developer walk, you know, like when a character walks through an environment very slowly and always pans the camera to either side very yeah, cinematically. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh yeah, if it was a real person playing a the game, they'd do be doing donuts with the character and the camera would be flipping around all over the place. But yeah, it's also very staged. And yeah, I, def- I definitely have seen like like here are some people have you know playing your game having fun and it's just like they're just you know pretending to be PewDiePie or something and just like mocking like just like trying to copy all of his you know reactions yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And it's really weird and awkward because everyone knows exactly what they're doing and no one really knows why they're doing it. I don't know. It's kind of strange because. It has to be for the larger audience. It has to be for the larger demographic of people who will be buying said game or console because the people who watch the press conference live are typically or what you most would consider to be like the hardcore gamer, the person who's like kind of in the know about most of the things going on and plays games a lot and has you know at least one or more consoles. Um, yeah. But I assume it has to be for the larger demographic of people who are just, you know when when they show it to just you know the average, american household or teenager or kid or adult or whatever on a you know whether it be on commercials or somewhere else in a youtube ad before they play the latest justin bieber bull um but yeah they just like oh here's some person here's that let's player kind of person you love playing our game but except it's not actually a let's player it's just weird anyway yeah. it's the type of things that that company that it's really weird because it's it's this massive disconnect between like these all these suits who run these big corporations and who who aren't gamers and don't yeah. play games. They're just in it to move the ones and zeros around to make investors happy, and it's just like it's all of their ideas about what they think is cool to the to the young gamer to the to what's hip for the kids these days, right. and they're just like it just translates so weird because it's just. You see these most random things.
1: How about we get some of those Let's Play Gamers from YouTube?
0: (laughs) From the YouTubes. From
1: the YouTubes.
0: We record them playing our game for one of those, uh, what do they call them? Game playing segments. uh, Game rivers. (laughs) It's just, just,
2: oh man. I don't don't know. That's really my only, because I'm not as avid a, a gamer as you are. That's really mm. my only uh, in is like watching the evolution of marketing video games. And because I remember when it started to be that fans could no longer go to E3 and then the which Piner is not true sure
0: anymore. They reopened it this year.
2: Oh, oh they did.
0: Because the, E3's numbers have been down. Significantly, right. past few years because of the because of the PAX convention, so right. they reopened to the public. This yeah, year. I was
2: just about to say. So, I, I think in the last segment of this, I'll I'll, I'll kind of posit to you uh, about this. Um, uh, apparently, um, PAX Unplugged is a new PAX that's going to open in Philadelphia. Uh, and I was wondering if you'd heard of that and if you were.
0: I have, and I'm upset that it's like the most least. The only packs that comes to my hometown is the most least, least interesting one.
1: What's different? Hey, about it?
0: don't you love all those PAXes Where you know we have all of those video games and developers coming out, and you get to play games that aren't going to be out for six months or a year. And there's just so much stuff going on on video games. Hey, we're putting one of those packs in your town, and guess what? It has none of that. It's only board <laughs> games. Only board games. Uh. And it's just like. Oh, seriously. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pack, that's why I call it oh. unplugged. It's 100% oh, okay. yeah, yeah. board games. And John, is it even do they do they at least have TCGs? Do they at least have like Magic and and Hearthstone and and, and well, I guess they probably won't have Hearthstone, but they have like do they have like trading card games there or is it just literally only board games?
2: I'm assuming I'm assuming it's card games and board games.
0: Um, Cuz I'm probably. I don't know. Card games that'll be mildly interesting to me.
2: Maybe do, like, like
1: pen poetry. and paper RPGs and stuff too.
0: Yeah, probably all that kind of stuff. It's, but it's really hard to do a pen and paper RPG at a convention, you know. Yeah. There's just so much noise going around, and like, how long can you actually? Yeah, sit, like, I'm gonna be, be interested to, to see social. what
2: because, like, I know their whole focus is the fans, and they they want it to be very much focused on getting this community th- feeling going. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see how the floor is set up. Because I know when we go to comic book conventions, they'll have different areas where people can play Magic the Gathering and they can mm. play, you know, D and D and different stuff. Like there'll be a whole section for it. But I'll yeah. be interested to see how much of it is little shops of people in the city that like want to have venue, like little vending uh, segments.
0: Yeah. To sell. <laughs> is that? Is that monstrosity? That, that Tower of Tees monstrosity gonna be there? Because like, what are they gonna <laughs> sell? Oh, right,
2: and, and it'll be interesting to see how yeah, how many of those like other because that's I I was interested because I I found I found Penny Arcade when I was when we were first investigating web comics, so I don't really know how much that bleeds into uh, any of their other events because I think they said that the the actual creators of Penny Arcade are coming to Pax Unplugged, and I know oh, the really? artist guy because the artist guy created Thorn Watch, and he's been working They've been working on that board uh, board game for like years now, and because okay. they, they, they kept doing different alphas and betas tests of it, and it, it's based on a like kind of like a side comic that they would sometimes put on their Penny Arcade site. Um, but anyway, all that to say that the uh, I would see like I could see that and being interested in, uh, in that a little bit because I've seen them work on it for so long. I'd like to see like how that plays, and also they, um, I've seen that Scott Kurtz is another web comics guy that pops up at different events of theirs, but he's another web comics guy. So I'd be interested mm. to see how much other nerd stuff invades the PAX Unplugged convention and how much. I- like, you know, maybe they're like I know Magfest is a big music video games thing and they've had a bunch of uh like chiptunes artists that come to other PAX events. So I'd be interested to see how many of those type of people show up at a at a PAX unplugged event.
1: I um, Yeah. I I worked with Pork Fry. Oh,
2: oh, I I don't know who that is, but I respect
1: He's in he's like in PAX. He area er, not PAX a uh, Penny Arcade. He's like a character in Penny Arcade.
2: Oh, oh,
0: really? I uh, I never read a single thing of Penny Arcade, so I have no idea. Neither
1: have I. <laughs> but
0: so you
2: worked with like, a fictional character, or you worked? I worked with...
1: with a he's a real guy. Okay. And they based based a character named Pork Fry. I think it's Penny Arcade oh. in the comics. I, w- and I want... His uh, instant messenger at Microsoft said Pork Fry. Oh. Like that's his IRL nickname. That's his alias at yeah, I know, at I know they're based in Seattle, so I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah.
2: But it's and kinda I, weird because they don't like it's not a it's not a webcomic with like a regular cast. It's just pretty much whoever they think of oh. at the moment to, to include. Well
1: some somehow Pork Fry is part of Penny Arcade and uh, oh. Yeah, he was the like the he was an engineer, he was like the dev liaison between us and the uh, developers for this game we're working on and he like IM'd me says can you run these tests for me or something like that Like they would like assign me weird random tests that weren't part of normal testing okay. and Pork Fry just like emailed me or IM'd me and he's like and then somebody's like oh yeah that's Pork Fry you know from Penny Arcade? I'm like no
2: <laughs> yeah I've read <laughs> oh, it's Penny Arcade from maybe the past two years and I don't know who Pork Fry is so Okay. Don't, don't feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> but I only
1: talked to him like twice, so mm. that's he's all I know pork about fry.
2: Pax. pork fry.
1: Pork fry. guy
0: probably hates the fact that he's in Penny Arcade. Is he now, in
1: a, Yeah, but... <laughs> probably. Yeah, I've never been to PAX.
2: Look, I've never I been to the, a PAX I am either. i the type of arrogant and and so, and full of myself that I would love being immortalized in any type of fiction, even if it's we more, know. If, even if it's even like a, like a, a novel, man, like a caricature or
1: what if it was like a novel uh
2: you know what that, about that would a be guy really... and what if it was like if like a uh, uh, object that I that I carry around what if that was like <laughs> on the cover
1: and it was like a play on words it was like a pun
2: right and what if it was like right next to my face on the screen and there was an ad that, <laughs> that said, came that,
1: <sighs> that came that you killed that guy with that one time and then you put it on your book <laughs> for some reason
2: right right that to, to incriminate myself yeah, yeah. That, would, that would be nuts um so what, what about what about e3 it's a it's I, a i hate you so much john
1: killed a guy behind e3 in uh 1994
2: no i was gonna be curious
0: about to, to you guys what do you guys think about like e3 specific to kind of like not necessarily this year but like recently, like, what do you what do you think about or like, what are you looking forward to if you know anything about E3 or what are you like thinking about E3 in general? What is your kind of opinion of it?
2: I'll let John as a start.
0: more more so leaning towards the games and less so just about the, the conference or the culture. Because I know John would just go on about the, well, the E3 has had an impact on blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the games, John, the games.
2: Listen, that's what people come here for. But you know, Gotham's to guest, so I'll let I'll let him give his two cents after you.
1: Um. Any
2: any minute now, you know. I like. Uh, you can talk about the entropy of human emotion. You could talk John. about what what, oh. is, what? You uh, keep going. I'm I'm terrible. kind of
1: interested in seeing what's gonna happen with Bejeweled. <laughs> oh
0: my God. Bejewel. i don't know you know I've been i haven't thought re- about visuals well. although i'm sure they're coming out with a new one they, I, i've
1: been completely out of the loop with console games uh basically since i worked at microsoft the last game i got was uh four swords adventure for the gamecube and i got it at half price books
0: what is the last game you got for a P- on pc uh let me
1: look let me look on steam
0: it's probably what was le- what was ever was in the last steam sale basically yeah we all go through that every week i had to cut myself off i had to go cold turkey oh yeah like a stack of like two dozen games so you deleted your twitch
2: now you deleted your steam
0: oh i will never delete my steam funny enough i had someone in college offer to buy my steam account um, (laughs) really because it was like it's it's kind of old because i've had my steam account since 2006 Mm -hmm. and he was telling me that like if you have an old steam account it's valuable no, I, I don't. I didn't really kind of get into logic. Account. Yeah, I don't. I don't is it because you buy. like
1: leveled up your thing and you have a lot of trading cards or something? Like that?
0: I really haven't. That's the thing. Maybe he yeah. thought I did. Like I have the 11 year badge, which I guess is not really popular, which is probably a little rare. But other than that, I'm only level 11, mm. so I don't really have a lot going on in my Steam account. Yeah. But
1: I've been I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone.
0: Oh, you have fallen down that hole.
1: I've fallen down that hole.
0: Be careful, like, man. It's a, it's trying a, to,
1: a trying to hit legend. Playing the arenas, collecting my cards.
2: Is that where have you managed? put a stone in the fire and then see if Elvin's you know what Hearthstone is. is. Don't play this game.
1: Where you put it in the pot of soup and then everybody uh, comes and puts their own ingredients in.
0: Yeah. So how, how badly have you uh, gone into debt because of Hearthstone?
1: Oh, I haven't spent a penny. Oh, I'm, really? I'm totally feed, totally f to p baby. Totally. F2P. Oh
0: man, that grind must be real.
1: Oh, it is. No, it's it's actually really, really difficult if you don't have uh, top tier decks.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: plus, you know, I don't actually. You know, I watch some. I mainly watch Trump, and every once in a while he'll do a uh, free to play run.
2: I didn't know the president and, played video
0: games.
1: Yeah, he does. And yeah.
0: um, he actually finds time. He makes time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> to and stream, uh, to stream
0: Hearthstone on Twitch.
1: <laughs> so you know, but so he does it and stuff. And I, th- I think they're. I don't. I don't think it's like probably ultra ultra hard to hit legend with a free to play deck, especially you know I have. I've been playing for a couple years now, so I have a lot of the the older cards and that sort of stuff. So I can make some pretty decent decks but i think part of the thing about hitting legend and that sort of stuff is you have to play a lot like it's a percentage thing
0: yeah
1: like even even good players a lot of times they're just above 50% win rate they're you know maybe 60% or whatever so it takes a while and there's all this stuff like you know you know need to know when to concede like i a lot of times i'll just keep playing even if i'm you no know, i'm going to lose And it just wastes your time. So to like go up the ladder, you need to spend as little time as you can. And there are all these kind of strategies to to hit legend and and there are a lot of things, you know, real real work that goes into it. These guys look at at like tier lists of cards and they look at statistics on different decks that the top people are playing and that sort of stuff. And they do a bunch of number stuff that you know I'm not really willing to do. So I don't even know if I could hit legend with a, a you know, a tier one deck with all the latest cards.
0: That's kind of where like heavily competitive esportsy y kind of games always lose me. Because like, I'll really get into the game because it's really fun or interesting concept or whatever. And then get, you just get to the point where you reach a competition level where it's like, no, now you need to go figure out what the current meta is. Yeah, and yeah. And go watch yeah. some tutorials and go look over some stat sheets. And then you can come back and actually start having fun again. And I'm like, <laughs> nope. I'm good. That's too much work for video games for
1: me. I'm okay. So that's kind of why I like, I like the arena in Hearthstone. It's, um, so those who don't know, Hearthstone is an electronic customizable card game where you have a deck of 30 cards. You have a hero. The hero has a hero power and the cards can be spells, weapons, minions, and a couple other kind of specialty cards. And if you put a minion on the playing board, the minion then can attack the hero, and the hero has like 30 health points. And you, the minion has a certain type of attack or a certain uh, power of attack, and you win by taking all the life points away. So, um, why did I say that?
0: So you're basically, a Yu-Gi-Oh, basically a Yu-Gi-Oh, Yeah.
1: So, um, <laughs> so you set up you you get you collect cards and you make these decks um, in standard play, but uh, the arena is where you get a choice of three cards at a time and you um just have to pick from those three and that's all you all you can choose from. So you're not making a custom deck. You're just picking these randomly presented cards. And so uh so it's a little more huh?
0: No, I mean basically what you're gonna be waiting for is uh BlizzCon this year. Because that's where you'll get all your info. Yeah, yeah.
1: Blizzard doesn't Blizzcon. really,
0: Blizzard doesn't really do anything for E3. They never really have, because they have always had BlizzCon.
1: Yeah.
0: So, because they'll probably announce, they always, they typically announce a new Hearthstone expansion around BlizzCon. Yeah. Blizzcon, yeah. And there'll yeah. probably be a bunch of other stuff. Um, I, I know John's probably entirely asleep. <laughs> Are you still with us, well, John?
2: Okay, I have two things to mention. Okay. One is that really the only reason I would be interested in these things, though, I was just thinking. These are really marketing events. But then again to go to one of these things for me is usually because I like seeing people excited about different things. And like even with comic books, like I might not actually be subscribed to a comic or regularly be going to the comic book store. But I like to go there because it gets me excited about you know, there's artists there and I can see what they made or there's Cosplay, and I can see what people are dressed as, and I can yeah. see, you know, yeah, I would, like I different, you know, seeing Stanley at at an event, like that's really cool. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to go to PAX or like Comic Con or, or E three or something, so I can do my
0: uh Oliver Pitt cosplay. <laughs> oh gosh, the 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 inside references
2: prepare for everybody to be this episode un- are so underwhelmed, good. severely underwhelmed. I had entirely forgotten about
0: that. Oliver Pitt is a
1: green green naked olive man. So I would <laughs> wear... you only a,
2: naked a, in the one... Ca- Listen,
1: Jotham, don't open this... A suit. skid-tight green bodysuit with a giant olive okay. as my <laughs> head. Another thing the that's going to
2: cheer everybody head. up, mainly me, is <sighs> when Jotham was mentioning cards and to bring it back to the the Japanese and their insectric- insect- eccentricity. <laughs> ooh, ooh, eccentricities... Eccentricities. Apparently, in this show, Beyblades. Matt, if you watched the last episode of Co-optional Podcast, you might have heard this. I thought you
1: were gonna say if you've watched the last episode of Beyblades.
2: No, no. I I I was not privileged to have seen this episode, but apparently, in the lore of this show, Moses, the Moses from the the uh, ancient scriptures. Apparently used a Beyblade. I kid you not to part the Red Sea. (laughs) It is part of that canon of that show.
0: The Japanese are so crazy. The anime is just nuts. Like the the stuff they pull from to explain stuff in anime, it just makes no sense.
2: Even. (laughs) Like I don't know if they played it as a joke. The whole idea, like the the only American thing (laughs) I can think of that even correlates with that is that they were saying, I think they dropped that that John F Kennedy was a mutant in one of like the in like Days of Future Past or something. There was like this this, but like they actually showed Moses do this, like the the Moses of the canon (laughs) of the show. They showed him use a Beyblade to a part that i can't i can't i just can't
0: (laughs) well i mean like there has like the assassin's creed games have like just taken established history and just ran with it
2: yeah i guess yeah we, we i mean we take other people's uh religions and kind of say like you know uh you know some people have called this guy krishna and some people called him you know, like, so basically, like, you know, this religion, it doesn't exist because apocalypse in the X-Men universe exists, you know, just pretty much appropriating five things at the same time with no recourse. But I, I at I'm, least they didn't show at least they didn't show him talking to, like, somebody in ancient India Um yeah, and like, I don't know where any of this. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm just stunned that Basically, there's a Beyblade. Basically, you need Blade to watch Jesus. the
2: X Men series and realize that it's the Beyblades of America, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: what? I, yeah, X Men, X Men is pretty stupid.
2: I just wanted to confound you so that we could keep this to 45 minutes, and <laughs> okay. I didn't have to come up with another creative way of saying like, "Hey, we messed up, and this is not as long as it we planned it to be." Go okay, get by.
0: And by we, yeah,
1: wee-wee I was. Job. I was, I was, I, it took me a minute to figure out what was going on there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I, I was looking for part two, you know, it's like end of part one. Stay tuned for part two. <laughs> You'll find it. It's like a, it's
2: like a, a, a geocaching thing. Like, find previously,
1: it. previously on Friendship Remastered.
2: <laughs> How dare <laughs> you, <laughs> you sleep with my clone sisters? Have <laughs> clone. Fake slap.
0: <laughs> I don't. OK, so you, you gentle listener, you can't see this, but like if you know that meme where it's the kazoo boy where he just looks around like bewildered, that's me right now. That's where
2: I'm at at this I point. Can, I podcast.
1: can ima- imagine it. I can imagine it. I would. I'm I would imagining try it so would to
2: GIF into the overlay, but I would be afraid that I would break the Internet. I, I'd probably be the one to break.
1: I don't. You need to make a gif of Matt being whatever he just said. Because I don't know what you it is. You
2: should cosplay as that at PAX Unplugged. You need
1: to send me that gif, oh, Matt.
2: Oh, gosh, no. That's
0: that, that goes to a whole other dimension of inappropriate. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Send me that. Send me The, send me the me Wonder in... Twins. We should do that. We want to cosplay as the Wonder Twins.
1: <laughs> this has been Friendship Remastered. Tune in next time for Cake versus Pie.
0: Oh gosh.